Self-confidence. Everyone wants it, but we struggle to get it. Let's talk about why and what we can do to boost it on this first episode. First and foremost, if you struggle with self-confidence and self-worth, I want you to know that you are not alone. It's a fight that so many people, both men and women, face. Today, I'm going to walk you through some of my journey and some of the things that I do to keep my self-confidence up or to remind myself of my worth. A couple months back, I had someone comment on the fact that I've been posting more pictures of myself. I used to hate pictures, and depending on the day, I still do. But this got me thinking, why have I been posting more pictures of myself? Well, about a year ago, I started going to the gym. I'm doing strength training and showing myself just how much I can lift, push, or carry. And though the scale may not show the change, the measurements do. People have mentioned it or started to notice, and it makes me stand just a little bit taller. I've started learning exactly what my style is as I try on new outfits and look at the clothes racks at Ladies Retreat. I'm feeling good in my clothes and in my skin. And as I continue to live on my own, I face struggles, but I realize just how much I know and just how much I can do on my own. Are there times where I'm very confused and overwhelmed and don't feel like I can make it? Absolutely. But I try to remind myself that I am loved and accepted by God, no matter what, and by a lot of other people around me, too. I am most definitely a people pleaser. I'm pretty sure some of you can relate. I was talking with my pastor recently, and he reminded me that people don't love me because of what I do. They love me because of who I am. If at church on Sunday I hit a couple wrong notes or my voice cracks, true story, by the way. People don't stop loving me. Why am I so much harder on myself than others? Why do I put the pressure on myself to succeed that honestly no one else is? You know what people see on Sunday? A young woman leading them in worship to God. Quite honestly, they should be focused on their worship more than what notes I'm hitting. Unless you're a musician, then I completely understand it is so hard to shut off that part of your brain. So practically, I've mentioned working out. Keeping your body in shape can help with your confidence. Working out also helps you mentally. When I went on vacation a couple months ago, I wasn't going to the gym, and I noticed a change in myself. Physically, I felt fatigued mentally as well. For me, it's a chance to clear my mind and start the day. It gives me a chance to feel accomplished in just a couple hours of being awake. Another thing you can do is evaluate what you wear. That might sound strange. I'm not saying you have to dress up all the time, by no means, because I honestly hate dressing up. But make sure you feel good in what you're wearing. Whether you're a Converse or Vans fan like me, or you're a heels type of girl, do what you can to make your outfit you. I've noticed that when I'm running late and I just throw something on, I don't feel as confident. Another thing I found very helpful is to create time for me. Do something I love every day, 
even if it's only 15 minutes. I do an art project or read a book for fun or go for a walk. This helps me to pour into me. I have the opportunity to work from home, and so occasionally on my lunch break, I'll do part of my current art project. It's fun to watch the slow, small progress add up. And in my morning routine, I've added 15 minutes of fun reading. I read a lot all the time for work, but there are times when I want to read a comic book or a novel or even a kid's book sometimes. As a morning person, I make time for it here. And if you're a night owl, set the book on your pillow so that you can relax at the end of your day. Leaving markers for yourself to easily access the things and make time for them. I mentioned it in our intro. We need to take care of ourselves physically, mentally, and spiritually if we are going to pour into others. There are some practical ways to help in self-confidence. But let us not forget the God who defines who we are. Psalm 139, 13-14 tells us, For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. God knew who we were before we were even born. He cares about every little part of you. From the things you like about yourself to those that you'd rather change, God knows and sees them all. In 1 Peter 2, we're told that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and God's own special people. When we came to God, we became part of his family. It doesn't matter what your family may have said about you. It doesn't matter where you come from or the slip-ups that happened along the way. It doesn't matter what you did or what has been done to you in that God sees you, God knows you, and loves you. If you are walking with God, you are special and now called to proclaim his praises. I've had to learn this concept. If I carry myself as all I can do is wrong and I can't get it right, would anyone want to serve my God? We are showing Jesus to others. So if God calls me special, I must be special. I'm not talking about prideful, holier-than-thou stuff. I'm just talking about being confident in who God made you to be. You all will find out quickly that I love rap music, so I have to mention a song by Lecrae here. It's called Identity, and it talks about where our identity comes from. It's not in our clothes, our house, our car, or our job. Our identity is found in God. When we gauge success by the things we have or the things that we've done or where we are in life next to others, it's a losing battle. The game of comparison will leave us feeling unhappy. We will need to keep accomplishing things to make ourselves feel okay. But then what happens when your event doesn't have the attendance you want or you get sick and you can't work this week? Does your worth change? I think we can all say from the outside, no. But when it comes down to it, we see ourselves that way in the moment. Our identity should be found in Christ, and we should embrace who he made us to be, physically, personality-wise, in everything that we are and do. Whether you're considered pretty, smart, the musician, the athlete, the popular kid, the nerd, God loves us all. 
So when you're having a rough day, the sink's full of dishes, you spilled your coffee, and now you're late for work, remind yourself that everyone makes mistakes. Let me say that again. Everyone makes mistakes. Like I mentioned earlier, a lot of times we hold ourselves to a higher standard than others do. Remind yourself who you are and think positively about what is in store for today. As we dive more into mental health in the future, I'm sure you'll hear this again. But negative thought patterns breed negative thoughts. So it becomes an endless loop of negativity, making it hard to get out of. But I don't believe that that's what God desires for us. Jesus came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. I've come up with this playlist for when I need a little extra reminder of God's love for me and my worth. Songs that talk about how special we are to Jesus, that he was willing to die for us, or how when we're feeling overwhelmed, he holds us. It's a playlist on Spotify, and I've linked it in today's episode description so that you can go at it if you're interested. Because media is so important to our self-confidence in daily lives. I'm not saying all you can ever listen to is Christian music or watch older classic family TV shows. What I'm saying is, if all you ever listen to objectifies women or talks about how everyone has it better off than you, it's going to be hard to feel confident. So, to sum it up in a simple way, work out or get moving, be aware of how you present yourself, make time for you, remember whose you are, and intake media that promotes this idea. It's not going to always be easy. I'll keep saying that, not to make you feel burdened, but to let you know that it's okay if it doesn't feel like a beautiful, rosy day every day. Sometimes you're going to have a thorny day, or week, or even month. It's a battle of your mind. I didn't realize how influential positive affirmation was until just recently. I never felt right saying, I'm special, or I'm beautiful. But even in our day-to-day -day lives, Saying it's going to be a good day at work changes our mindset going into things. We usually, let me say that again, usually have a better day at work when we say these things. So try telling yourself, I am loved and accepted by God, or that he is truly the only one that matters. I know that's a lot easier said than done, and I would like a tangible person to tell me that I'm pretty or that they're proud of me or that they love me for me. But if I'm so caught up in that, I can never love me, the person God intended me to be. Then when someone, anyone, does come along and shows interest in me, I may compromise myself. Not necessarily sinfully, but I'm talking about personality or my expressions. Because, oh, I want their attention and affection, so let me do this or let me change that. All the while, you're losing the amazing person that you are, that God has created you to be. Let me tell you, I have struggled with needing someone else to tell me these things for a long time. I've wanted a boy to pay attention to me or ask me out. I know I'm a very independent woman, strong-willed, and have specific expectations from the guy I ultimately want. But I can't allow myself to get focused on that 
because when I do, the less I enjoy the present. Some of my happiest moments are when I go out and do something for myself. Case in point, the other weekend after I got off work, I drove to St. Louis and hung out with a couple friends. I visited Urshan and then just went and relaxed at a coffee shop with a book. The next day, I went exploring at the riverfront. No music, no friends, just me, God, and nature. It was the most relaxing thing I've done in a long time. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that we need to do things for others and all that. But what I'm saying is if we cannot be in the right state of mind ourselves, it's going to be hard for us to help others. Think about it. Matthew 22:39 says, We are to love our neighbor as ourselves. If we don't love ourselves, how can we show God's love to others? Now, throughout this journey or of self-confidence and self-worth, celebrate the little things. Every day you choose to get up and believe in yourself, you're doing it. You're making progress. One of the songs on that playlist says, it's never going to be easy, but it's all worth fighting for. Let me leave you with this. Whatever your struggle with self-confidence or self-worth is today, I want you to write it down. Verbalize what you feel about yourself, why you're not worth anything, why you don't feel confident. On a scale of 1 to 10, how happy are you with you? That's a hard question. I know, but give it a number. And then I want you to implement at least one of these things we've talked about today. Whether it's working out, how to carry yourself, making time for you, remembering whose you are, or positive affirmation. In a month, I want you to revisit that note about what it was you were so concerned about and what number you gave yourself. But this time, write something positive about yourself and give yourself a new number. It may be slow progress. There may be months where your number stays the same or even goes back down. But this is that positive affirmation. Be proud of your accomplishments and who God has made you. And remember, no matter how you feel, as long as you keep moving, you're doing it, girl. Mm-hmm.